Welcome to the Dad Co. Podcast, where real dads come for real talk and no BS. We are your hosts, Blake Melton and Bradley Newberry. Good afternoon, Bradley. It is a glorious afternoon here in Middle Tennessee. Thank you all for taking the time to hit play, download the Dad Code Presents podcast number 10. Number 10. I think that's a little bit of a milestone there. It is a milestone. Milestone. uh, And we might be... Taking a little turn here. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be. Um, so look, we kind of gave you guys a little bit of an introduction to us for the first nine episodes, and uh, you know we, uh, while being a dad is the most important thing in our lives, as well as being good husbands. Uh, and we're not saying we won't ever do that again, but uh, we also don't want to get away from who we are, and talking about things that we want to talk about because, damn it. This is our podcast, and we're going to talk about what we want to talk about. And we don't want to come across as Dr. Phil either. Exactly. So. Exactly. Because uh, I think we got some some pretty interesting opinions on a lot of things that uh, some are not so serious, but uh, nonetheless, just as important. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have uh, a couple uh, additions to our, to our normal flow of things. Uh, we're going to have a... Uh, segment called Rate My Bod. Mm. It's actually going to last the entire podcast. Nice. And bod is Rate B- My Bod. B O D, and it, the bod is the beer of the day. Oh, wow. And we're going to keep it local yep. right here in Tennessee. We'll keep these beers local. Absolutely. But I love the name. Rate my body. Yep. We'll still have our hot sauce review. We'll still have oh, yeah. the food court. Still going to have Blake's Blast and Noob's Knowledge. It's just everything in between is going to be a little bit lighter. It's going to be a little bit different subject matter. We may sprinkle in a little bit of the dad stuff along the way. But really and truly, we're going to have a really good time doing this podcast. We hope that you enjoy this turn that we're about to take here at Milestone Podcast number 10. But ladies and gentlemen... Blake's Blast. Let me tell you what burns my biscuits. It's lawn care companies. Not the ones that cut your grass, but the ones that spray your grass. The ones that say that you're never going to have a weed, anything like that. Your grass is going to be green and lush and beautiful. All for about $80 or $90 a month. First off, they hire the most pushy salespeople ever. Knocking on the door at 7 8 o'clock at night, roaming the neighborhood, you know, driving everybody in the neighborhood crazy, posting on the Facebook page, oh my gosh, there's, there's a salesman, he's, he's going door to door, and he's really pushy, and he won't go away, refusing to take no for an answer, just being pushy. All are great, great uh, qualities of a good salesperson, I'm sure. But mostly we just think you're a dick when you do that. But they promise you won't have any weeds. And for $80 or $90 a month, I know I paid $90 a month, I'd better not have one damn weed in my yard. But it's been my experience with these companies that it's all a farce. It's not true. They claim that they spray 25 gallons of herbicide on your lawn every visit. I have personally observed them while they were doing this, and I'm pretty sure that I could spread more herbicide with a 24-ounce spray bottle than they did. So to these types of companies, leave me alone. Don't come telling me your lies. Just stand back and watch a real dad take care of his own lawn. This was a dad rant. I couldn't agree more. In the Great Valley View subdivision, no soliciting. But yet <laughs> yeah. they're knocking on our door. Yeah, okay. We've heard that how many times? 
All right, Newberry. So hey. exciting times right now. Hey. Exciting times. We've mentioned, if you want to go back in the archive on our YouTube channel, anywhere else that you may find the old podcast, change energizes us. Boom. And we're going to start up with a little change. Here we go. The you bod. ready? It's time to rate mm. my bod. Everyone out there, are you ready to see my bod? There we go. Oh, Jesus oh, oh, Christ. I apologize. Wrong. Today's bod. <laughs> wrong, wrong show. <laughs> we have from the Black Abbey Brewing Company. We're going with Pearl Street Gold. They're out of Nashville, Tennessee, correct? Correct. All right. I have never, personally, never had this beer. Um, I've had some Black Abbey. It says that, so they're, so they're saying is created, not made. Created, not made. I like the colors of, of the can. I do, too. I, I mean, I, th I like their kind of, uh, you can see the, you know, the Black Abbey written on there. It's kind of a cool little font. I like that. All right, well, so here's how we're going to do this. We're going to uh, take one can. We're going to open it. We're going to pour it into two cups. Throughout the show, we're going to be drinking this beer. And we're going to, and whenever we get to the hot sauce review, we'll rate we're it. also going to be rating nice. our bot. Here we go. You ready for the... Oh, I'm ready. Oh, is there a better sound in the world? All right. Or some some of this Black Abbey. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, let's well, wet the whistle here and uh, get it get her get her started here. We'll, we'll here keep, we go. We'll keep the logo. Yep. Black Abbey, Pearl Street Gold. You are Here's the first you. bud. Okay. All right, let's get this show all rolling. All right, all right, all right. All right, so here we go. First segment. This is going to be a, a much lighter topic than uh, some of the stuff we've done before. We're going to be uh, discussing movies uh, that we have seen before and whether mm. or not they should have ever even existed. And okay. we're going to end up choosing several movies and then we're going to have to make a decision if we could wipe one from history. Nice. Yeah, it looks like what we did was we just randomly wrote down a few movies here, and uh, Blake and I will both bring three to the table. Yep. The the table of discussion. Yep. And um, we'll end up putting three, half of them. We're going to put half of them on the block. Yep. And then one of them will be eliminated yep. from forever. And you have to take in, into consideration what does that mean from the culture of our, you know, mm -hmm. of people our age, of people our kids age, whoever's seen it. If it's the first movie in yeah, in, in a trilogy, mm -hmm. that wipes out everything. Absolutely. So unless it specifically that. mentions Two, the three. the yeah. ex, uh, specific movie, it it's the entire okay. sequel or series. All right. Or does it just eliminate everything that happened during that movie and after? Well, keeping the original. One no, up. it's the individual movie. Just the one movie. Just only. the one All movie. Right, just the one movie only gone yeah. from your mind. So we've got a list of about, as you see here, we just randomly wrote down about twenty or so. Yeah. We'll pass this sheet back and forth here. Uh, he'll pick three from the list. Yep. I'll pick three from yep. the list, and uh, we'll talk about them. Absolutely. We'll give you some little movie review, some what we remember from these movies, if anything. We're getting old these days. I, it's hard to remember dinner last night, but... Whatever. Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, All right. Oh, yeah, we did go. Oh, we'll be talking about dinner later. We did, as a matter of fact. But, uh, yeah. all right. You, Here we go. Like to start with the draft. Sure. Three uh, movies. First up in go. the draft, I am going to go with... The Wild Wild West, released in 1999, Will Smith's uh, blockbuster, quote unquote, um, West kind of take on a Western. Um, I remember that he had uh, a song that was the same name, Wild Wild West. Uh, it was, at the time, it was extremely popular when it came out. 
nowadays, in my opinion, it's one of the the most annoying songs that I've ever seen or heard, rather. Uh, the movie itself was, I mean, I think it had Selma Hayek in it. Um, and, uh, oh, I forgot that other guy's name. But anyways, it had a couple, it had some decent named actors in there. Um, it was not, in my opinion, a particularly great movie, but I know for as far as pop culture, uh, I think some people really enjoyed it. And, you know, if you're a big Will Smith fan, some people say he doesn't make bad movies, but that remains to be seen upon his judgment. Hey, just because we got away from the old format doesn't mean I can't on the spot bring up some stats for you. Oh, boy. So um, I'll drink to that. As Blake remembers, uh, honestly, the song I remember more than the movie. Maybe that's <laughs> telling yeah. whenever I go to judge this movie yeah. later on in the segment. But uh, yeah. let me give you some stats here. This movie brought in a box office of $222 million. $222 million? Million. Billion. With an M. Box office. Okay. Just over $222 million. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes scored this a 17%. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, we have Ulysses S. Grant. Played by Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. He played he played several characters, I think, in that movie. That's who I was trying to think of. And what about this? I don't remember this character, I'm, but I may not even remember the movie. Uh, Doctor Arliss Loveless. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he was the bad guy, the cripple guy. Oh, that was terrible. Sorry, wrong word. <laughs> the guy with no legs. What was the main character's name? Uh, we know it's West. Jim West. James. James Jimmy West. I just remember the song. The name's West. Jim West. Blah, 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 blah. Really? Yeah. All right. But it, but it could have just been the song for effect in the, in the song. I just remember it. it wild, wild West. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Take it to the... I have nothing further to say about this down, movie, the, by the way. I'm sure you have plenty over there. Uh... I mean, there's not really much here. Uh, this this movie was released when I graduated high school. Uh, that's probably why I didn't watch it, because as you've heard, if you've listened to previous podcasts, I was busy playing baseball. I didn't have time nor money from my parents, because mm. I wasn't going to the movies unless someone else was paying for it. <laughs> I, you're such a cheap ass. Hey. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. But you you brought it to the dance table. You're right. I'm, gonna, You're right. I'm about to bring one to the dance table. All right. I, I can't wait to hear this. You know what? I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. I'm going to bring in an animated film, 2003, Finding Nemo. Okay. So, so okay. I bring it to the table because, look, this is... One of the first ones that got my kids going with watching movies. So we have Nemo, the orange clownfish. Yep. We have Dory. Dory. Blue. Did, did Dory end up being more popular than the main character? My vote is yes. I mean, I was, yes. was that by design or was that accident? That was an accident. You think so? I mean, that, that's Ellen. I know. It's Ellen DeGeneres talking. E. Hit, hit download. Hit Come play. Come on, E. What about it, E? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like your game show, by the way, too, if you're listening. Yeah, and I really, I, I did good right there because I didn't call you E.D. So, you know, I thought that would have been bad form because that, you know, E.D. Anyways, yeah, moving I, on. I know nothing about Me, that. Moving on. Moving on. Yes. But I, I, you know, here, if you want to talk about it for a second, I'll bring yeah. up some so, stats. Finding Nemo, and, the, you know, they had, a, they had a second one, right? Is there a second one? Is there just one? <laughs> Apparently, there are a lot of fish that were lost at sea. 
I feel like maybe there was a second one. But anyways, it, it finding was... Finding Dory, Finding Finding Nemo. Dory. That's what yeah, I was thinking. That's, There's yeah. a spinoff, I guess is what but that would be. Dory, I mean, you said... Yeah. Did, was that by design Well, that's my thing, is, is did that... Did they just capitalize on, on that? You know, instead of making a sequel, Finding Nemo 2, they said, well, everybody really actually only watches this because of Dory. So... Anyways, I, I just know that my son loved the movie. I actually still enjoy watching the movie. I think it's, I think it's a very, it's one of those movies that it's it's just a feel good movie. There's no BS in it. There's no wait a minute, real talk, real talk. no BS, real Whoa. real fish, real talk, no BS. We'll be speaking about fish a little bit later. Stay tuned for noobs knowledge. Boom. But uh, I, you know, look. Some of the stats are uh, unlike the one that you picked, Wild Wild <laughs> West. This has a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It yep. brought in over nine hundred and forty million dollars. Jeez, I mean, my gosh! And that was two thousand and three. We've talked about you know the prices quadrupled the number from Wild Wild West. Oof. Golly, more than quadrupled it. So yeah, this Okay. That's a strong one. How about that? That's a strong one. All right. All right so here pick. we go. Number two for me. Pick from the list. I'm gonna go with Austin Powers and all of the Austin Powers movies. Mm. Mike Myers. Ninety nine. First Austin Powers, nineteen ninety nine. Mike Myers. Um what can you say? This was probably Outside of Wayne's World, this was probably what he was known for. It's what most people remember him for, anyway. He's just one of those funny guys that uh, he he keeps. <laughs> oh, jeez, he keeps it pretty pretty light. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of dick jokes, a lot of sex jokes in the movie. Uh, it definitely was. It, it's not a kid friendly movie by any means, but I. It was a large part of my adolescence watching those movies. I mean, I remember us all going to, all to some of them. I mean, it was these were some of the ones that we talked about. We were just dropped off yeah. at the movie theater. We'd go in and yeah. laugh it up. Gold member. I mean, you know, all these movies are poking fun at, at, Get at, at my Valley. Getting yeah, they're they're poking fun at the James Bond series. So I mean Get in my belly. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it, the, the fat bastard stuff was hilarious. I mean, Goldmember was, it was funny as well. I mean, it, Dr. Evil. I mean, uh, it, it's. Oh, man. What about the mini-me character? Oh, geez. Vern Troyer. Man. God rest his soul. Vern. God rest his soul. What a character. Man. I know, man. It, it was a great series. I think it's a good series. I do. I know you got something working over there. I've, I found some stats okay. here. We got some stats. I haven't found the Rotten Tomatoes yet, which I will. But uh, I found that the series, not just one movie in particular, mm -hmm. but the series brought in over $676 million. Okay. I have a feeling that that's probably due to the fact that uh, like I said, it's not a kid-friendly movie because there's a lot of sex and dick jokes in there. Um, I'd actually remember hey. Beyonce made a made a debut on there. Mm. Anyways, that all. It's interesting that you mentioned her name right after. You, never mind. Um, three. <laughs> we got uh, a seventy-three percent. That's strong. From Rotten Tomatoes. That's strong. That's strong. Man. I'm a lot just, of good memories associated with that movie. What about The Sun? What was The Sun's name? It was of Dr. Uh, Evil. Scott. Scott Evil. Oh, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Scotty Nippa. Right, Scotty Doom. Yeah, that, that character was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. just about everything about that. Would it have uh, come across as the same if it was based out of United States? 
like a Austin no. Powers, the United States spy. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have. Have we're we're way too boring in this country to make something like that. I agree. We were not cultured enough. I mean, I do think that if it was released today, there would be some controversy about some of the stereotypes that they probably placed on some of the villains. But mm. I can't really remember many of them off the top of my head. But I know I know that there were probably some in there that uh, were uh, pretty insensitive. But there's <laughs> a lot of that. So. There, there, there's a lot of that throughout some of these older movies that we just didn't appreciate at the time. So, but that, anyways, don't don't. Oh, go oh Newberry says, hold, hold that phone. I'm gonna find some the uh, shagwar. I just remembered the shagwar. I'm gonna. Shaguar, go! Oh my gosh. I'm, I just found some of the villains. So you mentioned Fat Bastard. Yep. How about Felicity Shagwell? <laughs> <laughs> what? And the Fembots. <laughs> I remember that they would like shake their boobs and they'd shoot. Wow. They'd go, this is the most ridiculous looking thing ever. Oh, God. Douglas Powers, better known as Dr. Evil. Mm. What a, yeah, and there's the gold member guy. Yeah. Anyways. What a name. Old Mrs. Shagwell. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Yeah, you drink to that. And then you come up with another movie here for us. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to the 80s. When Blake was only four years old, but he's watched the movie since. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the original Predator movie. Okay. Arnold. Arnold. Jesse the Body. Jesse the Body. The gov the governor. Both of them. Arnold and, Je Arnold and Jesse were both governors. Man. But um, you're talking about some of the early, the graphics inside of movies, too. Oh, gosh. Live action I mean, graphics. 87? And they yeah. were coming out with this? On screen, my goodness. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was, and I mean, they had the right people. I mean, Arnold and Jesse the Body Ventura, who I mean, he was a he was an actual Navy SEAL. Um, so he had, he was kind of in his element when he did this. I have a feeling, and you know, I, I can't remember the names of the other actors just because they were from a, kind of a different era. But I do recognize their faces, and they they did a fantastic job too. And it was just, no. I mean, man, it, look, it was it was a good enough movie and subplot that they actually, they later, obviously, made more Predator movies whenever the kind of the, the action, live action graphics were, were able to, to kind of catch up with some of the stuff I think that they wanted to do probably from the very beginning but just didn't have the capability of it. And then they actually did... Like a cross, like a, a crossing of with a, the Alien series. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about really a strong, you know, strong movie. I mean, it's just it's good. So something created in 1987 had some reach. Mm -hmm. If you and I take this to the block and eliminate it, we're eliminating all of that mm -hmm. from history. Mm -hmm. In 1987, this movie was released, and its box office was just over 98 million. Different, hey, but different remember, era. That was in the 80s. That that is that's a lot for that era. That's a lot. Like I, I would dare to say that movies back then probably cost less than half of what they cost today. Mm. So Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers, yeah, that's right, he was in there. Had Carl Weathers, super underrated actor, by the way. My gosh, Carl Weathers, the uh, the person that played the actor that played the Predator was Kevin Peter Hall. No idea. No idea. Never seen him. Before. But great job by you and Carl Weathers, Jesse Ventura, Bill Duke. There you go. There's those names I couldn't think of. But yeah, I, I remember uh, the scene where old Arnold. He's running from the predator, mm -hmm. and he falls off the side of the hill there. Yep, the cliff. Yep, and he lands in a shallow pool of, of muddy mud. water. Mm -hmm. And luckily for that guy, apparently the predator can't see through mud. Well, he can't see his body heat That's because right. the mud is masking Correct. the body heat. And I remember you remember when they were running initially, 
the 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 one guy I forgot his name he just sacrificed himself mm-hmm. and just cut across his chest so he would stand out. That was kind of a badass moment. Oh yeah, totally badass. A lot of badass moments in that in that movie. And tying it back to the dad code a little bit. You at four and mm-hmm. myself at. Six, were we old enough to watch this? No. Because we did. No. We, we did. We were. Where we did, rather, but we were there's zero chance. Zero. That is the stuff that nightmares are made of for kids that age. Mm. Do, does it give a rotten tomatoes? It does. Rotten tomatoes. Forty five percent. I'm shocked at that. And I don't know that I agree. But okay, we'll we'll hash that out. We'll hash it out. One okay. more from the list. One more from the list for me. Um, I'm going to go with Batman Forever. Not the whole Batman series, not the Dark Knight, just Batman Forever. Okay, so... And I have a little bit of an agenda on this one, but right. I'm going to let you talk about it a little bit here because I don't want to influence anybody's... Because so I've already made my mind What up. I'm having trouble with is remembering music from it. Because I associate music with movies. Uh, that I'll, is, I'll find out. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll end up finding out what the music is I'm trying to think of. But it's the, Seal, Kissed by a Rose. Oh, my God. I did not have that CD, believe it or not. Yeah. Um... So real quickly, what stands out is the Val Kilmer, Jim Carrey, for goodness sakes. Yep. I mean, I Tommy Lee Jones. I can't forget the Jim Carrey. Uh, I think Arnold was in that, too, as, as Dr. Oh, Freeze. I'll look it up. I'm almost certain that he is. So, I mean, so my take, and I'm probably tipping my hand a little bit here, but uh, this movie was a mistake. <laughs> It was the most gimmicky movie I've ever seen, and, and and I think they learned their lesson in the box office, if I had to guess. What do you got for us? So it uh, doesn't appear as if the box office was really hurt. The okay. Rotten Tomatoes didn't like it. 38% by Rotten Tomatoes. This movie was released in 1995. Three hundred and thirty-six million, just over three hundred and thirty-six million. It was a good box office. I'm actually shocked at that. It was a good box office. So we had Val Kilmer, Jim Carrey as the Riddler, uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face, Nicole Kidman, Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Oh yeah, I forgot Chris O'Donnell. Heck, this says Michael Keaton was in it. That's who I remember the original Batman. How is that? I don't. Oh, I don't know. It's, I'm a little confused geez. about that. Feature songs. Hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. Okay. Sounds romantic. I don't remember that one. Bit. I don't either. I don't even know what that... <laughs> I, don't, I can't even remember what that song goes like. Yeah. But yeah, I mean... I just, I just think it was such a... The great thing about a lot of the Batman movies, not all of them, but this is, a, is an example of one that it was so unrealistic that it was just like, come on, guys, really? Were they, tr- were they trying to be too funny in this movie to make it seem uh, realistic? I mean, I they, I think they put too many characters all in the same movie. They had three villains in the movie at the same time. So I, I think it was just too much in, on that front. So, well, anyways. thank you, thank you for bringing it to the table. Exactly. We'll see where it goes. All right, here we go. Man, there's a lot of great stuff on here. I think what we'll do is uh, we'll hold on to this list because mm-hmm. we can talk about all. Yeah, of them, I know. Really. Uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, let's go with "There's Something About Mary." All right, 1998. Okay. Okay, so... What was this something about Mary? This is another one of those movies that I remember very well um, during my adolescence. I mean, it was right, ben in the Stiller. Sweet, right in the sweet spot of yeah. our age, the topic. Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller, Cameron Diaz. I mean, it's... 
and uh, oh, what is that? What's that dude's name? I'll have it for you in just a moment. I forgot his name. I feel like a jackass because I can't remember his name. The other dude. We had Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. That's who I was thinking of. Chris Elliott. Mm-hmm. Chris Elliott was in there. He was Woogie. Yeah, we had Lee Evans. Brett Favre made a, an appearance. <laughs> he sure did. Could that um, have been the something about Mary? Man, I don't know. Um, so it was a it was a pretty Earl. Ben, so this was kind of the, this was kind of the, in my opinion this was one of the first movies I think I ever saw with Ben Stiller in it. That sounds about right. Yeah. But I, and, and you know at the time you know I was like all right this is pretty good but then after a while Ben Stiller kind of started to wear on me a little bit. Oh come on, meet the parents. Meet the fuckers. Hey, put it on the list Uh-oh. and we'll Uh-oh. we'll judge it. But I mean, uh, I I think that at the time I thought it was a pretty funny movie, uh, but I, I'm not sure what I, what I feel about it at the moment. Hey, would you let our boys watch this movie? No, <laughs> but we did. I would not. Well, I mean, look, it shows a part of a man's penis. Yeah, how did you caught get, in a? How did you get zip- the beans above the frank? <laughs> and then she sprays it. Oh, jeez! <laughs> we got a bleeder. <laughs> Frank the Bird, dude. That character was fantastic. Yeah, that I was horrible. So that first off, Earl by the way, by the way, that movie would have got so much flack for that character right there. Mm-mm. That uh, character was there's such made the movie that that is the Brandon of that movie. That is the move that is the glue that brought all of that together. I know, man, but it is so <laughs> insensitive to mentally handicapped folks. So. <laughs> no, no, it look wasn't. what I would portray him. It portrayed him as just a guy yelling, He was <laughs> masturbating. Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> So yeah, but I, I don't know. Anyways, that stuff aside, Man, it was a, it was a pretty funny movie. It was a decent story, I thought actually. He brought Mary. He brought them together. He brought Mary. old Ted and Mary together. Ted. Ted. Freaking Ted. <laughs> oh my god! I was laughing thinking about it. Wow. All right, all, all right. right so we got we got to put three of these on the block. Uh, you pick. All right. You pick one from my list. I'll pick one from your list, and, and then, then we'll, we'll pick, con- pick a consensus third one. So you go first. I am picking Wild Wild West. Okay, you're going to the chopping block. Okay, I'm going to go with something about Mary. And what's the consensus going to be? Oh, I bet it's going to be Batman. That's my vote. Batman it is. All right. Those are the three. So Wild Wild West, Batman Forever, and there's something about Mary. One of those has to go forever. Like as in it never existed and you will never know anything about the movie. Wow. We'll never know. Uh, We'll get to the judgment. Absolutely. But first, noob's knowledge. You guys know I don't know much, but I found this out. I found four strange Tennessee laws that I'd like to share with everyone today. It is illegal to lasso a fish. Yes, you heard me correctly. We as Tennesseans cannot lasso fish. I think I might actually be interested to see something like that. Lassoing a fish. Sounds interesting. All right. So on from there, no foreign skunks are allowed into the state by law. Okay. Do not bring your Kentucky skunks across the line. Wow. I didn't write them. I'm just reading them. This is just reading the list. (laughs) It is illegal to dare a child to buy beer. You can't dare them. Man, you know what? I'm kind of, I'm okay with that. I think I might be okay with that. I mean, if you're a total dick and you want to, you want to get a kid in trouble. Yeah. You could really, you know, push some buttons there. Uh, think about that, children, next time that you're playing Truth or Dare. Yeah. It's against the law See to how dare, that works out for you. To dare your buddy to go buy yeah. a beer. Yeah. I drink mm, beer. What about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going to have a beer right now. Okay. Mm. Brought to us by the Black Abbey. Black Abbey um, Brewing Company. I'll spit it out here in a second. And lastly, and he's not talking about spitting out the beer. No. Jesus Christ. Lastly, from a vehicle in motion... 
No animals may be shot at, except for one. You may shoot at whales in the state of Tennessee. If you see a whale from your car in the state of Tennessee, I think you have an obligation to shoot it. Just my just, just my opinion. <laughs> I mean, that just seems like a, a common sense thing, but so that's, rem- yeah, that's, re- that's, that's remember. Cannot lasso a fish. No foreign skunks. Please don't dare a child to buy beer. You can only shoot whales from your cars. Hope everyone else has the same knowledge that I have now. This was Noob's Knowledge. Well, I definitely learned something. A few of, things, the state actually. Of Tennessee. I'm sure they're not the only state that has some weird laws <sighs> yeah. and regulations. I can't say I want more skunks in our in our in our state anyway. So, well, whatever. Mm. All right, so let's wrap up this movie discussion. We have our three that are on the chopping block. It's Wild Wild West, starring Will Smith. Mm-hmm. We also have There's Something About Mary, starring Ben Stiller and Cameron Diaz, and Batman Forever, starring Val Kilmer, and a host of other big-name actors. So, um, I think, so let's start with one that we want to trim off and then narrow it. We're just going to narrow it down here. Is there one that does not belong on this block? To me, and we can go back and forth on it if you want, but... I don't want to take away the laughter of my youth and there's something about Mary. I think I could agree with you. I have a nostalgia for there's something about Mary just because of the time period that we had. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I think a lot of other Ben Stiller movies are a little bit annoying, but I think this one was a good one. You know, it made his, for me, it's what put him on the map in my eyes. And one last story about the movie about why I don't, want to take it off the list. This was a movie that I, that we watched together on our honeymoon, my wife and I, she had never seen it before. Oh, geez. So I'll never, I'll never forget that we watched that on our honeymoon. Oh my gosh. In Vail, Colorado. That's great. That is great. She's like, what did you just show me? Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Well, at least it wasn't. Wild Wild West nope. or Batman Forever. Ooh. Now we have to make a decision. It is nut-cutting time here on the Dadco Podcast. Which one of these movies has to be wiped from our memories and wiped from the history books? I'm going to tell you my... You know what? This I got is an a, idea. This is I got an idea. Here we go. Close. Here we go. This is what we're going to do. We're going to blind vote. Blind vote. We're going to write it down, and then we're going to read. Okay? Wow. This is very close, folks. Here we go. I'll show everyone what I wrote. I did three letters. No, no. We have a split decision. Whoa. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Now we have to make our cases and see if we can persuade one or the other. All right, so do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You're going to talk about why you think Batman Forever should or, be or walked away. talk about why Wild Wild West should stay. I voted for Batman Forever to go. I know. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to, you can do, make either argument. Okay. Either argument. And I'm going to argue for Batman Forever to be erased and tell you why. Though it had a star-studded cast. And my God, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Val Kilmer, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, Jim Carrey. I mean, there's others in there too. But I mean, it was just such a gimmicky movie. Everything just looked fake. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know it's a fake movie. No shit. But the other products that the Batman series put out there were so much better. And this one was just so... Such a jumble of like three or four different characters and villains, and Val Kilmer was just not a very good Batman. He wasn't. If, if you asked anybody 
Who is the best Batman? Val Kilmer would be at the bottom of the freaking list. It I was, agree. It was absolutely horrible. Everything in the movie looked like a toy. You know, at least particularly with the Dark Knight series, at least it looked halfway real as far as the, some of the stuff that was in it. Um, Wild Wild West, I'm not really a fan of it, but at least it contributed somewhat to culture, and at least it had um, some halfway decent acting in it. There it is. I just remember everything about WWW was awful. Oh, uh, don't get me wrong, it was a bad movie. The The costumes are over-the-top awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Will Smith took a chance. Mm-hmm. Let's just say he just did something different here. Yeah, um, he stepped out of his comfort zone. I think he quickly stepped back into his comfort zone. Yeah, he did. Movie. He did. So if Will Smith is saying it sucked, it's something mm. to consider. Man, um, uh, and, and hey, I didn't even consider Rotten Tomatoes gave it half the, less than half yeah. the score of Batman Forever. I'm just reading a... And re- the grossing, it was over $100 million mm. more in the box office and it was it was released way so early. So you're you're using analytics, which I love stats. Yeah. So I, I feel you. I wasn't going to use that mm-hmm. as argument yeah. in my case to eliminate yeah. it. But if I'm hearing the lead actor sensing the lead actor going back to what he knew, mm-hmm. going back to his roots because that was so yeah. horrible. That tells me a little something. I also found a review. It says, Wild Wild West is a very poorly executed action film. Everything about this film is terrible, the writer says. The acting, the storytelling, the directing. The, act, the director really isn't a good director. And he's made more wow. bad films than good. Oh, my gosh. But that may have been one of the reasons why Mr. Smith considered going back to his roots and doing other things is that he knew he was in a bad project. So now you've got me thinking yeah, a lot. I mean, now that I'm hearing all this and I'm kind of slowing down and thinking about it, I mean, there, there was a lot. There was some, now that I'm thinking clearly now, there was a lot of really, I mean, there's good actors in this, in this Batman Forever movie. It at least had the franchise of the Batman to, to prop itself up. Wild Wild West, I think, is known more for the song than it is for the movie. The movie, the the storyline was terrible. A lot of just the plot just it just wasn't good. I'm you, telling you, I'm, I, you're you swaying me you here. You couldn't name. You remember when we did this earlier? You couldn't mm-hmm. name a second actor. No, I had to read. So it. honestly, you know what? I'm making the call. I'm making a call. I am changing my vote. Wild Wild West, you are erased from history and wiped from everybody's Goodbye. mind. Goodbye. Use the men in black. You're welcome. Goodbye. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, man, that was a that was a big discussion I'll we drink just did there. Absolutely. Hey, I gotta have some more. I don't I don't mind that uh, we do the little silent vote. We'll hold it up yeah, to the camera. Absolutely. You know what? Hey, we were gonna do another another topic here, but honestly, we're running we had such an in-depth discussion there that I don't think we'll we'll save that we'll for skip, next time. Skip it. We'll save it for next time because because uh, we know. Yep. We can't skip these segments. Nope. Starting with Court is now in session. Another session of the food court. Boom. Where did we go? We went to our local, uh, our favorite local Mexican restaurant, Camino Real. And uh, we've been going to this place, I mean, since it opened, really, probably, right? I mean, it opened up down there by the square, just that that little old place down there. In People the old, would line up down the down the road. It was in the old Captain D's building. Yeah. And by gosh, Captain D's built a new one right beside it. Yeah, they did. that didn't make any sense. <laughs> but I mean, really good food, very cheap, you know, I mean, very hey, consistent, but we're gonna get into all this before stuff. Before you go into it, let's let's just give a shout out to the company. 
Absolutely. Camino Real, I'm sure that this was a family that just started out with, mm-hmm. with a dream and a hope. Absolutely. This is American just dream right stuff. Right here. Absolutely. In our backyard right Not here. a big franchise. No. And this, look, this, this restaurant started here in Murfreesboro. It now has, I bet you it has 20 locations mm. all over Middle Tennessee. Talk about an American dream story. That is, that's what it's all about right there, folks. Don't we give support, up on your dreams. We support the local. Absolutely. All right. So as always, uh, so we're going I had the, uh, me and my wife had the mixed fajitas. My son had the macaroni because he's- That's what kids do. Kids eat. Yeah. Uh, chips and salsa and, and queso. I mean, uh, would you have fajitas yeah, on your we, side we too, did. didn't We you? had a little uh, chicken fajitas. Mm-hmm. My kids had, uh, I believe, just a cheese enchilada yep. and a cheese quesadilla. There you go. Nice and simple there. So um, now we'll go into our regular grading. Uh, Ambiance. I mean, it's a Mexican restaurant. It's what you're looking for. I mean, it's, it, I'm not looking. The sombreros. The... I'm not looking for white, white linen tablecloths oh. or anything like that. I just want... To be able to sit down with my family. Feel the mood. I wanted the table to be clean. And I just want you to, to bring me food on clean dishes. That's all I want. We want those chips and salsa. Now. Absolutely. So ambiance, that's a standard score for me. I would probably say it's a three. Yeah, three, three. So, we'll call it a three. Cleanliness. Very good. I have no issue with their cleanliness. Now, this could be tricky because with these type of restaurants sometimes that can be overlooked by the staff absolutely like, hey we'll just leave those absolutely. chips on the floor mm-hmm. we'll just leave this messy and that's not what we see at these restaurants i'm gonna be honest with you the, the guys that at these at the camino reals that we go to those guys work their ass off i feel Man. like i mean they they work hard there's there's a whole host of them all around they want to make sure that you got a drink they want to make sure that you got you know, more chips, more salsa, whatever you. I feel like they work really hard, but but cleanliness. As far as cleanliness, I have nothing, no reason to say yep. anything other than a four. So that's going to be our dad code score of four. Yeah, that's very good. Menu. So this is a very broad menu, a very vast menu that has everything from vegetarian dishes all the way to kids' dishes to desserts to adult drinks. It's you know, borderline. Fish. It's borderline too much. It's yeah. It it really is. Honestly, it's almost too much. Uh, but I, I don't know if you can really count it against someone for having too big of a menu. Um, but I think that anybody that goes there is going to be able to find something. Like I said, if you're a vegetarian, you'll be able to get something that's vegetarian. Uh, you know, if you if you only eat fish or you want to eat some fish, they've got they've got fish dishes and shrimp dishes and things of that nature. If you want pork beef chicken they got they literally have just about everything so in my mind i mean that's another strong four for me yeah i'll, I'll go right there with you i was initially thinking three and a half mm-hmm. i bump it up to a four it's so a, just food, be careful so food ex, food and execution i so this is one of those things again like bradley said with the cleanliness often sometimes at these types of establishments the quality of the food and the execution of the food can be something that's lacking because they're just trying to push it out so fast. Yeah, they so, want, they want to get that to your table in under ten minutes. Absolutely, and and look, that's part of why I love it. I mean, I, they do push it out fast, but I am of the opinion. So a lot of some Mexican restaurants, I won't say a lot of them. Some Mexican restaurants tend to just leave stuff on the grill in hopes that somebody will buy it. And so what you end up getting is you get overcooked and sometimes a burnt tasting meat or mm-hmm. something like that. Now, I don't feel like I get that very often from them because I think part of it is due to the fact that they are so busy. They're so popular that they're constantly having to make more. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, particularly their fajitas, I judge and not, well, actually, you know what? I'll take that back. All other Mexican food that I have in this area I judge against them. They are, in my opinion, for this area, the gold standard for what I call good Mexican food. But we aren't the only ones. No. My parents, Mm -hmm. my brothers. Generations. Anything that pops up as brand new Mexican, La Mexico, whatever whatever opens, we're going to try it. Because that's what we do. We eat. Absolutely. We try. We like the local foods. Yeah. But... 
Blake is right. We're we're using Camino as the as the barrier. That's the standard truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. We've talked about Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, that's what you're measuring are, yourself against in exactly. the SEC. So you are the measuring stick. You're for measuring us. against Camino. That's a strong four for me. I'm with you. Strong four service. Service. I've already made my opinion on this known. I feel like you know the particularly this group of Mexican restaurants that we go to. They constantly have plenty of people there at all times. I feel like they wait on you hand and foot, quite frankly. Some of the people we know almost on a first-name basis because we see them so often, and they take real good care of us. So for me, I'm going to go with another strong four. I'll tell you, whenever um, I see waiters and waitresses, and not just at our table, but going around, spending time, just talking, Mm Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen instances where they're taking time to learn English language mm-hmm. at the same time they're trying to teach us some Spanish. Yep. And that's yep. not bad that's not from a bad place. That's yeah. good hearted. Absolutely. Sharing some of the culture. That's people, that's people helping people right there. Uh, they we've even had interaction at my table with my son mm-hmm. where he oh, said yeah. some word from Dora the Explorer. Exactly. He, he's like, Where did you hear that? Exactly. I mean, and that's that's what I love about them. You know, you want to take, you want to take your kids and your family somewhere that they care about you and your family, and I feel like they do. All right. Hey, so don't forget, they have a great to go option. Absolutely. You can go ahead and call in your order and pick it up to go. Yep. Real easy. Really good. Very well priced. Very fair. Just good quality, consistent food. And for all of you parents out there, you can. Purchase a Rutherford County smart card and get 10% off at all Camino locations. Support your kids and schools as well. Absolutely. But, uh, hey. All right. The ruling is in. The verdict is in. What we got? The Dad Code podcast scores Camino Real a 3.8. Man, that's high. That's up there, man. Almost all fours across the board. That is, that is. I mean, look, ambiance, they can't really do anything about ambiance as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that is amongst the highest that we've had, I would say. Boy. I don't know the exact numbers, but I'd say it's pretty close to the highest. So I like it. I, Camino, Great hats job. off to you. We love you guys. Yep. All right. Here we go. Now it's time for Newberry to reach into the hot box. Because we only have two sauces here today. Well, we're first gonna... And first, we want to make sure we shout out the Siete family of foods for providing the official chip of the Dadco Podcast Hot Sauce Review. Thank you, Siete. Absolutely. So this week, we are going to be reviewing... I'll start with these two while Bradley's reaching into the hot box. We're going to be reviewing a classic, Texas Pete, their original hot sauce... And then uh, this is another one I found all the way from Lynchburg, Tennessee. This is called The Beast. Hottest this side of hell. <laughs> for the more for for the more oh. than insane. Wow, and then I reached into the mystery box. International. Yep. Mystery box provided by Matthew Parker. Thank you again. I have pulled out the Mayan ruins hot sauce. Okay. Okay. little Mexico going on here. A little South America. Mm. Let's start with that one. We'll go ahead and do that one. All right. I think all of these are unopened. Yep. These are all brand new, unopened. Wow. Uh, which can be a problem sometimes. Let me use a little ink pen here. There's your dead picks. Is that me? Or? Yeah, of course. Don't you love it when people call you? Um, I wish right. I had some more Black Abbey. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, I've, we're getting to that. We're going to get into that now. Don't I mean, don't tip your hand now. But I've got nothing to... All right, here we go. Got no water. Here we go. Uh, all right, here we go. Okay. Grab you a chip. Here we go, Newberry. Look at that little baby chip. I want more sauce. 
more sauce than chip. Yeah, well, I tried my best. All right, here we go. Can you hit me again? Yep. Just so I can get a sense. I've already got... My verdict is in on that one. There's not a ton of flavor in this one. There's just not. It's got a little bit of a little slight punch of heat, and then it pulls back. It's kind of weird because it's kind of a creamy uh, texture to it, but it's... Oh, you're wrong. It's not bad. It's... It's way I, better I, than some of the ones we had. Honestly, you was gonna say I kind of liked it. I, I don't think it has a lot of flavor. It's not bad though. It just doesn't have a ton of flavor. All right, so here comes a classic here. Texas Pete. Texas Pete hot sauce made in Winston Salem, North Carolina, by the T. W. Garner Food Company. Actually, oh boy, I like the mine ruins. All right, get you some of this peat. Uh-oh. Man, I, I think you're going to be surprised. I, we'll see here. I, I have had this before. Come on. I'm trying. There we go. All right, let's see here. Dump some of this on here. And bottoms up. All right. That is a that is what I would call a classical hot sauce, a more what Americans would call a traditional hot sauce. You would probably find that on a lot of wings. Mm -hmm. It's not super duper hot. I'd say it's on the milder side. <clears throat> it's got quite a bit of flavor, almost a little bit of a tomatoey taste to it. Yeah. I kind of like that though. I could see that. I mean, I immediately thought uh, buffalo wing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Just a little baby kick. You know, kind of that orangey that I've mentioned before. Yeah. <clears throat> it says um, you can serve with celery stick. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Stupid thing. Oh. How about this? Texas Pete since 1929. Wow. Story. For more recipe ideas, visit texaspeat.com. A certified gluten free product. So, this is, um, again, this is, uh, this is the beast, hottest this side of hell. Apparently, this, um, this hot sauce won first place in the National Fiery Food Challenge in Lynchburg, Tennessee. And it is a, the taste of the Tennessee Hill Country Whiskey, is what they say. Wow. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Never had this one. Okay. Okay. It's, kinda, it's nice and thick. Oh, my. I'm sorry, but that looks like lava. That looks like... Oh, my God! Yep, that's a lot. All right, here we go. Here goes nothing. Oh, my God. It's hot. <laughs> a lot of habanero in that one, oh. I think. Uh, yep, habanero. That has a very distinct habanero taste. It actually... Believe it or not, it actually has some decent flavor. It's wow, it is God. it is a few steps. <laughs> a few I got hiccups now. <sighs> it's a few steps up in the heat, but um... <laughs> ooh wee! They weren't lying, and I'm out of beer. Siete, <clears throat> save me. Oh, it's still coming. Oh, I get the hiccups <laughs> when I eat this kind of stuff sometimes. Oh, Hannah. But anyways, it actually I has still some taste. It. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> 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 I'm sweating a little bit oh. actually. Woo! 
Anyway, um, oh my, <laughs> this one, <laughs> the beast, <laughs> look at it, the beast has got I, I had so much <laughs> hot sauce on there. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. All right, let's rate them. It is. Wow. What would you rate as number one? While I'm hiccuping. <laughs> And then we'll get to the Black Abbey. Man, it's still hot. Um, you want me to go ahead and go? I'm going the Mayan ruins. Okay. And then I'm going Mayan ruins. I'm going the beast. And I'm going Texas Pete Wow. Third. Wow. I didn't, would not have thought that. All right. So I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go Texas Pete first, <laughs> the Beast second, and then the Mayan Ruins last. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I had way too much of that hot sauce. It's still burning. I'm trying. I bet I had I, I bet I had a teaspoon of it. I see you at Tate's trying. I know, I know. I mean. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm literally sweating. Sweating here. Anyway. Is there any Black Pearl left? Wow. No. Or Pearl Street. I would have already had it. <laughs> Come on, Black Abby. That actually helped a little bit. All right. Black okay, Abbey, moving Pearl on Street here. Gold. Black Abby, Pearl Street Gold. I give it a two thumbs up. It was a good beer. That was... I, I really enjoyed I know, that beer. I drank it too quick. I was trying to drink it slower <laughs> because I had a feeling that this guy was going to bite us. Uh, man, but I enjoyed it. I I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It had almost a sweet characteristic to it. Um, it wasn't skunky. No, very easy to drink. Um, I, I sorry guys. <laughs> I love that it's uh, local. Uh, I love supporting local businesses. So. I'm going to step back here and let me back off. Yeah, supporting local businesses is what we do, both from restaurants to potato chips to beer to candy to home. I need the fire. I need the fire department to come put my mouth out. <laughs> Man, but uh, what a great beer! I, you know, I would I, buy that this weekend. Yeah, found it at just the local Kroger store. I'm sure it's found in. <laughs> I'm going to mute myself. Sure, it can be found in other uh, locations as well, but I just went down to Kroger, and um, I would not be afraid to actually share this beer with my friends and family. Uh, I'm not afraid that, will they like it or not? Because I think that's how easy it is to drink that one. Yeah, I think just about anybody could drink that. Mm -hmm. You guys really need to go out and get you some of this right here. I mean, that right there is a good drinking beer. It really is. No. It goes well with just about anything I'd say. So how are we going to rate my bod? Okay. So how do you want to do that? Uh, that is a good question. We haven't even thought about it. We're doing this off the cuff here. Um, I don't know. Rate it one to five. We'll go one to five. I think that's good. I'm rating today's bod as a five. Real good beer. I can I drink am it too. all day. This was a fantastic beer. We don't hand out fives lightly no. on anything. That right there passed the test. It is a uh, Nashville, Tennessee created, not made beer. I've never and, had it. Uh, I've had Black this is Abbey fantastic. before, but I've never had this one. It says, be particular, provide opportunity, and matchless quality. Black Abbey, you delivered that. You've got the quality. Absolutely, you did. Well, there you go. New type of show there. I finally, the hiccups have gone away. Hey. Just in time to wrap things up. So I hope all of you enjoyed the new format, that we're not talking as if we're a doctor anymore. Mm -hmm. um, we're just going to talk about some fun topics, which we'd love to interact with you. Please. Leave comments. 
Absolutely. You can always re- reach us at Twitter at the underscore dad underscore code, as well as on Instagram at the Dad Code Podcast and on Facebook, the Dad Code. Email us with any questions, concerns, comment, comments, or topics that you want us to discuss. Or if you just want to tell us how ugly or ugly we are, that's fine too. The Dad Code Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Well, we thank all of you again for taking the time to hit play and download across all platforms. Thank you for allowing us to bring to you podcast number 10. You guys be well.